Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. And this is, well, season two of Chip, technically. Hmm. But... Uh, as you may know, if you have actually listened to the podcast, if you haven't, I don't know why you're starting here. This is weird. <laughs> um, but you will know that I never actually finished writing the series. The greatest, the greatest tragedy <laughs> since the the burning of the library of wherever the fuck Alexandria, whatever it was. Sure. Somewhere. Yeah, that I'll take that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I never actually finished it. So uh, last week we went through the notes I had um, for the end of season one of Chip. Mm-hmm. Um, which was more co- really sort of comprehensive, like this is exactly what's going to happen in the episode. It was done in bullet points. It was like yeah. plot uh, plot points bit by bit. Exactly, exactly, which uh, raised some questions, answered a few. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> um, but what did happen last time, MC? Oh, my God. What like, what did happen? It was the showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the big showdown with the, uh, the one, the only, Grant Maloney, <laughs> of course. Best villain ever. Yeah. Um, so it looked like from... This was a while ago now, because we've recorded some stuff in between, so I've forgotten it all. And now we got ill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the corona as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, it looked like Kat had turned, mm-hmm. didn't it, and was working for Grant Maloney. Um, Chip and... No, no, so it was Ridley and Kat got into a scrap. Yeah. While simultaneously Chip was fighting a big robot. Yeah, a robot ninja. Robot ninja. Yeah, which I'm really sad we never got to fully explore because that sounds awesome we could have done like a shitty voice effects like a robot <laughs> effect or if, if it had any lines and if it didn't have any lines we would have to give it lines yes and obviously ripped off like robocop <laughs> and terminator and uh but yes it turns out that uh oh grant maloney tried to recruit chip as mm. well dangling a cure mm-hmm. for mysterious amulet plague curse <laughs> yeah that all gets a bit weird when we get into tomorrow Gason as well um but uh, yeah he wanted grant maloney was so powerful he mm. conquered the known world mm. that he wanted to conquer the supernatural world mm-hmm. even though apparently he had a spaceship where he could go into other dimensions and steal viruses but <laughs> he wanted more mc he wanted more um i do wonder if we would have learned more about all kind of that vagueness if i had written the actual yeah. episodes or possibly not because we know how my writing was back then <laughs> So what today's episode is going to be... Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So um, Chip obviously did the right thing and didn't... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Cat, turned out, was playing Grant Maloney Yay. like a fiddle um, <laughs> just to take him off guard or something. Yeah, she was essentially created by Maloney as well. Yeah. yeah. And then... What happened to Grant Maloney? <laughs> Did he? He, uh, Chip doesn't kill him. Yeah. Because Chip's all like, no, I'm actually good now, which right, is right, Chip's right. kind of redemption somehow. Yeah. Uh, but then Cat is like, bothered. And then uh, <laughs> breaks his neck or kills him somehow. Sure. Uh, and Cat's like, I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. Uh, and then kinda cool. the end, yeah. of course. Is Just the... as we think the new gang have come together. Yeah. The police come along, right? Uh-huh. And they shoot Chip. Yeah. Detective Jack Bentley. That was the one. Who knew he was so corrupt? <laughs> Uh, shoots Chip and it ends with Chip passing out on the back seat as he bleeds from his numerous bullet wounds. Fine though, it's just bullets. <laughs> I think he got shot a fair amount. Uh, he's been he got shot a bunch of times by Tifa before. And yeah. it's like Oh, that's smart. But her bullets were dumb, so <laughs> I forget which way to go. <laughs> But it was, I mean, without you ruining it there, yeah. uh, it was a big cliffhanger for the end of the season. It was, it was. Is he going to survive? I mean, uh, I mean season two's going to be pretty short <laughs> if he doesn't. 
And what today's episode is going to be is um, all I have is a few pieces of uh, lined A4 paper with some really rough notes and ideas mm. about how season two would have gone. Mm. And clearly, I would have written these before I finished writing uh, the end of season one. Right. So I would have had a rough idea of where I was going with it and what I wanted to do. Because I think at this point, um, there was only going to be two seasons of Chip, uh, and then the whole thing was going to come to an end. There was right. going to be a big, big, like, movie spin off ending, but we'll get to that eventually. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I had an idea of how I wanted to finish it. Okay. So it'd be interesting to see if there's any hints in these papers about Ooh. that. And just see what would happen with Chip, Ridley and Cat going into season two. Mm. So let's find out, MC, mm-hmm. as we get into Chip season two. Three? Two. Yes. <laughs> I've <What>? lost count. <laughs> <laughs> it's over soon, don't worry. <laughs> Thank God. Let it end. And we begin, MC, mm-hmm. Chip Series 2 Ideas. And there's an apostrophe in the ideas. <laughs> Just start off the very first line with a stupid typo. Yes. It took me a long time to learn how to use an apostrophe. Uh, and it's underlined, so you know it's serious. <laughs> Chip in prison, first episode. Okay, so Chip okay. survives. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in prison. Mm. Possibly for Doing Robin some of the known crimes. <laughs> I mean, he could be in for a few things like um, yeah. uh, uh, robbing the bank, mm-hmm. um, murder mm-hmm. of Maloney and various other things. Mm-hmm. Maybe they even framed him for the terrorist attack or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, We know what Bentley's like. He loves a frame job. Oh, he does. Put a, put a dead prostitute in Chip's <laughs> apartment. He gets bailed out, discovering it was the reformed mafia that paid the money. Who are the reformed mafia? So we might get back into this a bit more, but that has reminded me that one of the sort of new characters that was going to be introduced was the Mafia in New York, who Chip has had dealings with before. Remember the sewer? We do. And the uh, the Costa. (laughs) The career (laughs) advice, yeah. This was going to be an idea of the Mafia going straight. Are they still the Mafia (laughs) at that point? (laughs) Like, Are they just a business? I don't know. Well, at least they would have started as the Mafia, and they were like, we're going to use all our connections and power to do good things. Okay, sure. This is like the... There have been action films where you have, like, cool Mafia guys. Like, they have all the glamour yeah. of that sort of organised crime, goodfellas kind of thing. Yeah. But you're allowed to like them because they don't <laughs> kill people anymore. Well, they only hurt the people that deserve it, or yeah. some bollocks that <laughs> yeah. people go on about nowadays. Um yeah, so I think it was going to be something like that. But it was really a case of, like, oh, can you trust them, though? Because they Ooh, are the mafia. Okay, sure. So just imagine a lot of, you know, like, big American-Italian stereotypes. Right. Imagine me ripping off Goodfellas, basically. Right. You're almost there. <laughs> so this reformed mafia have paid to get Chip out, though. Mm. But if he's already been sentenced, you can't bail someone out, then. Yeah, but, like... If he's awaited this is your, trial... This is your understanding of the American legal system <laughs> via television, which is where you can do literally anything and you get bailed out. Yeah, that's true. Maybe uh, maybe they bribed the jury or something to get him out. Because they're still the mafia. Yes. Even though they're reformed. But yeah. they're allowed some crimes. For the greater good. Yes. Crime for the greater good yes. is their new the... slogan. What <laughs> <laughs> could go wrong? <laughs> Maybe it's the thing where they feel kind of forced out of New York because of all the demons and vampires and ah, stuff. So this is their way of sort of fighting back. That'd be interesting. Because there was a whole thing about how the mayor of New York had forced them back into the Bronx. And we're, we're, yeah, the episode where uh, Ridley is following Bentley around. Right. We talk about how the mafia... Oh, the mafia. I thought you meant the demons. Oh, sorry. Like the, the mayor had <laughs> unveiled a new <laughs> campaign. 
<laughs> he, got, he got elected. I've got to drive those demons back into the Bronx. What a mayor, though. He's taken, he got rid of the mafia, got rid of the demons. <laughs> I'd vote for him. I hope you don't live in the Bronx, though, because it's basically just mafia and demons at this point. They tell Chip they are looking to change and want to employ Chip. They are looking to stop the demon underworld. Ah. So you weren't far off, to be yeah. honest. Like Maybe they feel like the demons are cutting in on their crime or their turf yeah. or something. Hey, hey those are our crimes. <laughs> So yes, you know they're bringing in new known crimes. <laughs> Four crimes? Who can keep track of that? <laughs> so kind of mafia versus demons, which I'm totally here which for. Which sounds like a film that already exists. It might be already exists, yeah. A change is being felt. Something different and new could lead to an apocalypse. Oh my god. I just, <laughs> I'm just sick of apocalypses at this point. <laughs> well, we haven't had one in Chip before. The you know, Chip thing wasn't really about apocalypses. True. Apocalypse size? Sure. Yeah, about the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't really a thing last season. It was very much a fed, fairly kind of local deal with New yeah, York. Yeah, and, yeah, that's um, true. But you've you got to have an apocalypse. And the stakes, you know, <laughs> like what stakes are you going to have? You can't just be about the mafia versus the demons. <laughs> Ultimately, the mafia haven't changed. They're using Chip for their own purposes, but do give good info. Ah, uh, uh, the exposition things. And it, oh, it, yeah. That quasi... This is the first, well, not the first time, but this is an exposition source that actually makes sense because they can use all their connections and stuff to get the information and because their own selfish purposes align with Chip's goals as well, Mm -hmm. so it would make sense of them to feed him the info as well. Yeah. So that actually isn't dumb. Well, (laughs) I mean, if you overlook Mafia versus Demons... (laughs) And the ninja. Do you know what else and... makes it makes sense as well? Yeah. Is that we had a whole thing in season one where Chip was trying to find a job and couldn't, so he ah. had to rob a bank. Yeah. Uh, but now he's like... All been there. <laughs> but now he's working for the mafia, so it's fine. <laughs> but I imagine they're going to fill that role, like you said, where it's either Ridley or Shinokam yeah. who turns up and goes, hey, there is a demon over here, yeah. you should go and kill it, and yeah. but we'll pay you for this one or something. Or maybe yeah. he's on a retainer. We'll give who you knows? ten bucks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we said here they haven't changed. They're just using Chip for their own purposes. In a way, I mean, obviously, uh, if the Mafia get their stranglehold over New York again, that's mm. not great. But is it potentially better than Demons? Maybe Lesser that was going to be evils? maybe that was going to be the argument of yeah. it. You know, yeah, um, I'm not sure my <laughs> I would have had the intelligence to pull that off <laughs> back then. But uh, yeah, I think it's kind of that. And I think you know the thing about these notes is they're not going to be in any sort of order mm. it's not going to you know it's it's weird to talk about but hey the mafia are actually bad in the second paragraph yeah. but um this is just like free flowing yeah. ideas that was spewing out of my brain hole <laughs> maybe a love interest with one of the mafia's daughters ooh who in the end fucks him around for a vampire who chip kills okay <laughs> sure <laughs> there's a love triangle mafia daughter reform ninja vampire so maybe that's how the mafia semi-convinced chip like maybe he kind of fell for one of the the female mafia sure. people uh but then she fucks around him around for a vampire i just love that i've written that it fucks him around for a vampire <laughs> i've been I... there haven't we yeah <laughs> just like suffering my first heartbreak at that point i was like, <laughs> I was like fuck it i'm a vampire i'll kill you <laughs> <laughs> if you were a vampire i'd kill you <laughs> Chip is also looking to discover who he is. During his prison time, he realised he's never questioned anything in his life. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I try and end the world? I don't know. (laughs) After his family was killed and he moved to Tokyo with a strange old guy to learn martial arts. 
so this is kind of tying into what the theme of this season and season five of Tom Gayson and the ending was going to be mm-hmm. is kind of Chip is the one that kind of realizes that how it was a way of trying to logically explain the dumbness of the first season. Sure. You know, they trained for a year. <laughs> yeah. And now he's questioning. It's like, it only took us a year to become supernatural-powered ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of tying that into the law and him going like, that's dumb. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, it doesn't, you do start breaking the fourth wall all the time and just chip questioning <laughs> the stupidity of everything. It's not so much the stupidity of it, but almost him questioning why he never sure. questioned it and sure. kind of spotting something nefarious in there. Okay. And investigating the Ku Claw as well. Ooh. Also... While he's put together quite nicely, I'll say <laughs> he has super strength and learn all his deadly moves within a year. Yeah. This isn't right. He knows this and wants to find out why. This also stems off. Stems off. Mm-hmm. This also stems off into that Chip actually enjoyed his time in prison, keeping away from his true calling as a ninja. Ah, so he has. It's like a crisis of identity, yeah. sort of thing. Like not just. In terms of how did this ninja happen, but whether he wants to be a ninja. Yeah. Because it hasn't been a happy time for him. No, he hasn't had the best for you. None of them have, really. Yeah. You know, even like Jay and Louise and all that. Like, since they've been swept up in all this kukul business, mm. nothing good has really come of it. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of what I was looking to explore. Mm. I don't know why I remember this so vividly. Um, but yeah, just questioning that. And like, yeah, saying Chip enjoyed his time in prison mm. is because he probably just didn't have to go off and Had fight. To chill. Yeah, yeah just, just to chill out and read, read a book. Books, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sounds quite nice, doesn't yeah. it? Okay. Well, how do we get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> this is also why he decides to work for the mafia. Ah. Ridley is two one who in the end helps him to realize this. Okay. Realize what? What is I don't know if it <laughs> uh, whether the... it's realizing about the weirdness of his maf- uh, mafia powers. He becomes a, <laughs> a super-powered mobster as well. With his mafia healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whether he realizes is the the strangeness of of how he became powerful so fast, or why that's he realizing that he didn't want to be it doesn't really want to be a ninja anymore, and the prison was an escape for it, and being working for the mafia was an escape for it. Is that what yeah. Ridley helps him realize? Maybe. I mean, I feel like Ridley could help him realize a few things. He yeah. is exposition guy, so he yeah. could be like, "Oh, hey, Rid- uh, Chip, how come you've never questioned what happened to you? Hey, Chip, how come you've never considered the mafia might be using you? <laughs> hey, Chip, how come you've never bought me a hot dog?" <laughs> Overall story is that Chip and MC have been killing so many things that hell is getting too full and having to release more and more evil things. That's pretty badass. When there's no more room in hell, the dead shall yes, walk the earth. Yes, yeah, I think it was probably ripping off that quite a bit as well. But it is pretty fucking badass. They killed so <laughs> many demons. Hell's like, no, nah, mate, sorry, we're full. <laughs> Go on, mate, off to earth with you. Uh, so is hell like a conveyor belt where like the new evil things come in, but they have to chuck some out the back because they're too full up? <laughs> Chip realizes the world would be better off without the Ku Claw. <gasps> in brackets, final spin-off episode. Ooh. Ooh, does he fight the Ku Claw? We'll get there. We'll get Ooh. to that. So <laughs> this is a bit upsetting. Uh, on her 18th birthday, Chip kills the vampire. Oh, so he shacks up with a 17-year-old. Because <laughs> it's not weird because when I wrote this, I was 17. Yeah. But I don't know how old Chip the character is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did his ninja training when he was 12. <laughs> were they actually 15 when they did it? No, because no. they were fucking married. <laughs> or MC was, anyway. Okay. I... <sighs> Were you trying to go through the sort of like innocent, 
like although she's the mafia the daughter of a mafia she seems all innocent and her being underage (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe (laughs) i don't know but i guess chip was a nonce it's canon now (laughs) hey it's not just louise (laughs) don't worry louise chip is right there with you but now we know why he was in prison really I tried to retcon his age at some point, or maybe he was like 22 or something. Yeah. Maybe, because maybe, because when I started this, I would have been 15. Yeah. So I really think at that age, when I think of like an 18, 19 year old, I'm like, oh my God, they're so grown up. Yeah. They're so old. Yeah. And 22 is like, well, you've already done everything. Yeah, you'll be dead soon, yeah. basically. <laughs> so I do, maybe, maybe they are meant to be like 18 or something when they start, because I think I've thought of that sure, as a grown up sure. age or something. I mean, that, yeah, I started writing this at 14, 15. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's, I think just because I'm writing it now, I'm like, oh, Chip's like 28 or something in this. And I'm like, on her 18th birthday, what? No, that's actually her older sister. <laughs> also, when Chip discovers the mafia are cunts. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> Very professional notes I kept back then. Also, when Chip discovers the mafia are cunts, he tries to take her away, but she is with the vampire dude. It's fucking Twilight. You oh. ripped off Twilight before it was a thing, like oh a, a teenage girl with a 200-year-old vampire or whatever. Wait, that oh, wait, Stephanie no. Meyer ripped off me? Yes. Oh, my God. Although this isn't as Sue much... <laughs> She's got enough money. Yeah. But clearly, um, Chip isn't as much as a pedo as Jacob is in that. So yeah. that's nice. That's comforting. Or are you ripping off Angel? Because Angel, like... That, Shacks up with Buffy when yeah, she's 16 or yeah. whatever. And that's very sort of like, <laughs> when you think about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. I think all Buffy fans just be like, let's just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even register when I was watching it. Well, no, because we would have been young at the time. Exactly. So, but now we look back and we're like, Angel's like 237 or something. And you're like, what a lucky bitch. <laughs> God, I wish I was a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> I guess the other thing, just to continue justifying your paedophilia, <laughs> is that... In uh, Buffy and Angel, the although the characters are young, they're always played by adults. Yeah, they're like yeah. twenty five or something. Yeah. And there's also things as Your well. Honor. <laughs> when in season one of Angel, when Cordelia and Doyle kind of almost semi almost get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's he, like eighteen. Or something. Yeah, she's about eighteen, nineteen at that point, and he must be. Well, I don't know if Doyle's age is ever really established, but I think it was something like he's meant to be in his like mid twenties, mm. but he looks like he's in his early thirties. Yeah, and that's also a bit uncomfortable yeah, when you go back yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think my idea of relationships and that sort of thing was very uh, <laughs> screwed up thanks to TV and film. <laughs> the idea is that fate or whatever you want to call it is real. Free choice is out of the window. All the big decisions are made for us. This is why Chip has never questioned anything in his life. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he was destined to be a crime-fighting ninja who tried to destroy the world. Yeah. And I never, I never really like predestination as a plot point because no. it feels it takes away the character's agency, and it's sort of all the struggles and stuff are kind of pointless in a way because it was yeah. going to happen anyway. Yeah, and, exactly. You know. Yeah, and like, it's like, can you change fate? Yeah. You know, uh, what's the thing from Terminator? Yeah. The fate you make is the fate that is the fate. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Didn't Terminator go back and forth, though? It's like, ooh, you can't change fate. Ooh, maybe you can. No, you can't. Well, Terminator is very much one of those like franchises where if you try and sit down and work out the timeline yeah, and how sure. things work, it's got the whole chicken and egg thing, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, cool robots. 
Yeah, but it sounds cool when you start talking about yeah. fate and destiny and, <laughs> you know, and uh, this is why, I mean, I really thought it was going to go for an idea of that, you know, Chip and MC were, and Jack and Lee as well, were mm. manipulated. And yeah, kind that of would have been better. Cursed or whatever. If or... the Kuklaw were maybe not evil, but like very, very morally questionable, like they're attempting to do the right thing yeah. and doing really shady shit to do it. And then it turns out all along with the, the whole hell being full thing, that actually it was a mistake. That would have been a really good plot thing. Well, it probably is that, because okay. that is ripping off Buffy. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, when they tell the story of the first Slayer, yeah. it's, you know, back in ancient times or, you know, pre-whatever, mm. um, and it's a bunch of men that force a teenage girl to fight for them and right. they bure her with the power of demons and stuff like that right, so right, she right. can fight them for her. Right. Um, so I guess I'm kind of ripping off that in the way. So the Ku Claw are actually the Watcher's Council. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So to really fuck this up, Chip comes up with an idea of going down to hell to toy try to try and take it out, as well as destroying the Ku Claw links. Cool. Okay. He decides to just kill everyone. He turns into the Doom Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Rip and tear until it's done. Hell yeah. This is very much like the ending of the season, going into the sure. sort of final movie send off or whatever. Okay, you know, the, okay. the goodbye episode. Um, was the idea that they're yeah Chip is like this is all done we're not doing anything we're making things worse mm -hmm. and tries to break the cycle cool right this runs alongside the hell on earth because it's getting too full because of everything evil being killed a balance needs to be restored and Chip wants to make a stand for free choice he's pro-choice <laughs> so so you kill a bad thing on earth it goes down to hell mm -hmm. and there isn't enough room so yeah. some demon with a clipboard going oh fucking hell we're gonna put this one <laughs> right <laughs> as my day is out you go come on back to earth I don't, I don't care if you haven't finished your tea yet fuck off um so how does that work in terms of like if you kill a demon in hell does it stay dead because that's i think that's a thing in D D and stuff okay. of like if you kill a demon it kind of respawns back in hell right but if you go to hell and then kill it then it's like dead dead and did the demons go to hell to be tortured for all the evil that they did or do they just go and live there like it's a holiday resort <laughs> i think probably that one or is it like a prison i mean because if you're a demon you probably want to go to hell right because you're like hey all the cool people are here this is great all my friends <laughs> maybe they only kick out the like the it's like, very clicky and they only kick out the demons <laughs> they don't like i guess in a way i mean because it's just notes as well. It's very vague as yeah. to like the law. Yeah. Because we've already established almost like heaven and angels as well. Yeah, it was vaguely that. Wasn't it sort of like they exist, but it's not quite as biblical. Yeah, as... it's not Christianity. Yeah. Like it's kind of like taking bits of all different religions and faith, I think. And so there is like a good place and a bad place yeah. or like a force for good and a force for evil. Sure. Um, but yeah, I still don't get why demons would go to hell when they died and then be kicked out and come back because i always thought demons were from another dimension as well mm. or some of them were i mean it could be that hell is another dimension yeah that's true that's very true as opposed to like under the air sort of yeah thing. yeah yeah that would make sense i guess so chip is like well we'll just go down there and end it all take out all the big bads mm -hmm. and again that's kind of ripping off the end of angel in a way mm. um because he realizes that he can't destroy wolfram and heart from the inside mm. so he just goes kamikaze on them and mm -hmm. uh yeah so yeah, ripping off Buffy and Angel, brilliant. <laughs> it's, in a way, it's the best way to end the series, I think. <laughs> the big sleep thing where a female cabbie comes on to Chip. She comes on to him. Nights is best I work during the day. 
after wait what is happening here i think this is meant to be lines of dialogue yeah so her saying to him nights is best i work during the day or yeah yeah that's her saying that okay so after she tails someone have her become a bit of a character her and Chip don't end up together, but Chip speaks to her in the final episode. So we've got so, a new character. Okay, sure. And uh, there's sort of like a will they, won't they kind of thing. Yeah. So female cabbie, I'd imagine she's quite, you know, tough and like, hey, I'll find a demon, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's like uh, transport, the the wheel woman. More exposition. Yeah, <laughs> hey, a... I picked up a demon the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was going to win the world. <laughs> you ever thought about going to hell and ending it all? <laughs> Blow up the demon bar? Oh, question mark? No, poor Mark. <laughs> Mark doesn't get any better, does it? Oh. He's probably going to be tied up inside when it happens. <laughs> Mafia trying to get Chip. Oh, there's, oh, there's a yeah. uh, thingy in between. Blow up the dome demon bar. So the Mafia blow up the demon bar to try and get Chip. Yeah. Again, Maybe. Mock is going to just rue the day that Chip came into his life, isn't really he? Is. Oh, follow up New Year's Eve episode. Chip is paranoid after what happened last year, so he goes out patrolling while Ridley and Cat party. Ah, so obviously New Year's Eve in season one was when all the bombs mm, went off, so mm-hmm. that would make sense. Although it's not, it doesn't explain what happened. It's just, here's an idea. <laughs> I, I, it says it's just after Tomorrow Gays and Christmas episode. Oh, we didn't. I, we said we never did a Christmas episode. Oh, and shit. There was a chance to do a Christmas episode. Oh. God damn it, I wouldn't know what the Christmas episode was going to entail. Um, so I guess that episode would be like... Uh, Chip still paranoid, you know, not mm. able to settle down, not yeah. able to unplug and turn off the ninja crime fighting demon slaying bit. Yeah, and yeah, maybe you're sort of one of those reflection kind of episodes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he remembers what happened last year. So, mm-hmm. and noir episode of Chip, which is told through voiceover. Have him follow the mafia's daughter. Oh, good, he's stalking again. So he ha- so it has to be after he kills vampire lover. Oh, good. Okay. She's connected, and Chip wants to find out more about the Mafia. How would you have done a... I guess because when you wrote these, you you were probably writing this very much, picturing it as a TV episode. Yeah. Because otherwise it'd be kind of weird. Can you have a voiceover in text? Well, I guess I could have written it from first person, in yeah, a way. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah, because it's not like... They're not scripted like a, a TV episode, yeah. you know, in the kind of script format. It's written like... a fiction stories, mm, you know, mm. or like a comic book or something like mm. that. But those two are very different formats to how I write it, which that's is just true, like straight up true. fiction. Yeah. So I guess I would have written it in first person. Would have been the way I would have done that. Mm. Or I'd just been like, oh, everything is in black and white, by the way, and it's raining all the time, and they've all got those hats. <laughs> I think clearly I'd started watching some Bogart films at this time, though, because it's yeah, like a big, big sleep, sleep reference yeah, and noir, yeah. and I'm like, this is the coolest thing. <laughs> this must be after you met Dom. <laughs> Episode all about Ridley's past. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He tries to cure his mutated side. That would be cool. Yeah. Do you think? How do you think it would have ended? Would it have been him succeeding or would it have been one of those things like, oh, it's bad, but it also gives me the power I need to fight demons occasionally? <laughs> it might have been like an acceptance kind of thing. True. Uh, like it, it's part of me. Because so. yeah. he really did learn to control it by the end. Yeah. So whether or not that's getting worse or not, or he just hears of a cure, maybe he finds a soil cap and he's like, <laughs> you know, I'll use the blood to, and I'll get a lead furnace. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like that would have been a nice episode of him accepting his demon side. Yeah, it would have been more character development. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be good. It would have been nice to find out about Ridney's past as well. Because we yeah. don't know a lot about him other than he was a grifter, it was then a he went of, a bit straight, Yeah, and then he was just there. I guess the impression is that he was a sort of a New York native turned small-time 
hoodlum criminal type. Yeah, yeah. But then the whole Doom thing happens. Yes. And there might have been some nice parallels between that and his past and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. Episode where Chip fights a shape-shifting demon. I.e. it comes into contact with a lamppost. It blinds you with light, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, we're back. God. We are fucking back. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I said I was tying it back into season one, so here oh, we are yeah. with the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas. Transform a demon. <laughs> Turns into a lamppost. The, the idea of a shape-shifting demon is cool because it could be anyone, you know? Yeah. It could be your friends, your family, anyone on the street. No, it's a fucking lamppost I that want... blinds you with its light. I want this demon to be real because it would be so fucking stupid. <laughs> How do you know be... it's not? Have you seen all the lampposts outside? <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> I just pictured this demon is sort of, like, adorably stupid. It's like, oh, how am I going to get this ninja? <laughs> I know. I'll turn into a lamppost. Can you imagine the mafia call chip in, like, good morning. Yep, you're a bit late today, but that's fine. We'll dock your pay. Uh, yeah, so on your on your schedule today is, oh, yeah, it's a shape-shifting demon. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Chip's like, oh, you know, how am I going to find it? It could be anything. He's like, no, no, it's just a lamppost. That's all it can do. Just change it to a lamppost. Yeah, wear these sunglasses and you'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, that was the best bit. <laughs> Towards the end, Chip takes out the Mafia stronghold. Think Kane song. Okay. Is it Kane, what, the wrestler? Yeah, because the, he has the theme tune that I really like, mm. which would have been around at that time. So I, I imagine maybe I imagine, pictured like a sequence to that sure, or something like that. Yeah. So maybe in my head I could see him taking out the Mafia stronghold while that song played. Right, okay. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uses a sword, rescues girl. Oh, what? His, his <laughs> underage girlfriend. Who turned on him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait. She's like, I know you didn't mean it. I know that vampire must have clouded your mind. I have to go to school. Please leave me alone. Why, why do I need to mention he's got a sword as well? Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. He always uses a sword. <laughs> he does use size sometimes. That's true. That's I true. reckon you just had like a really clear picture in your mind of what it would be like yeah. with the song and him, a picture of him with the sword. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Mafia trying to bring hell forth to use their resources or maybe to conquer it themselves. Girl phones Chip and tells him and... Tells him this and... and... And that she's in danger. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So <laughs> run out of... Rather than going to a new page, I was just trying to squeeze into that last line as much as possible. Okay, so the Mafia... Shokara are evil. Yeah, so are they... So they want to control hell? I guess. So in like... That's kind of similar to Maloney in a way of using the supernatural world for your own sort of like normal world yeah, crimes yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever or your, for your power. So they want to... I mean, still, we've got Mafia versus Demons, which is cool. Yeah. The idea of the Mafia attacking hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to turn that into something on its own. Yeah. I need to rip off myself. <laughs> so maybe the uh, the daughter, Chip's love interest, yeah. who is 18 now, crucially. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she is an attack of consciousness or something like that, so maybe that's yeah, why Chip sure, saves her. Sure, sure. Yeah. Not a lot of mention of cat so far. That's very true. Um, I know these are all sort of broad strokes and stuff like that, and we did have a mention of a Ridley episode. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, I feel like Ridley and Cat still would have been essential characters, but there's just no mention of what they would be doing so far. There's a few more notes to go, so maybe we'll come yeah. across them. There's also completely no mention at all of Chip and Cat being a thing, being nope. an item, because no, I... that was a, a sort of long-running thing throughout the yeah. first season. 
And they seem to have a connection right at the end of the last episode yeah. as well, where everything was coming together. I guess it would be interesting if rather than like, you know, the whole will they, won't they thing, yes. and then they get together, if they just like realise that they're better as friends. Yeah, I do kind of prefer that as well when, especially, you know, like same, uh, different sex just being friends as well yeah. rather than having it makes a difference interest. because it's always it's so predictable isn't yes. it if there's yeah. like the sort of the male yeah. lead and female lead yeah. like sooner or later and that's why I never liked it when Angel and Cordelia were kind of shoehorned, shoehorned into a relationship yeah. or you know because I was like it doesn't really fit I like them better as friends yeah. and that never really kind of sat well to me yeah I don't remember that do you not? No. So they realise they're in love with each other. Right. Was uh, it one of those things where it's just like, oh, we're in love with each other now? It's kind of built up a bit more, but there's a will they, won't they kind of right. thing. And then uh, Cordelia turns out to be, she's going to become one of the powers that be at the end of the season. Right. She gets taken away. Right. And then she comes back mm. and has no sort of memory. Right. And then it turns out she's been affected by Jasmine. And then she bangs Connor. I don't remember Jasmine. She bangs Connor. Yeah, she bangs Connor. Do you not remember that? <laughs> and they have a they give birth to uh, Jasmine, right. who's like this all powerful being that wants to end the world. Right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's not very good. <laughs> have an episode where Chip discovers the world would be better off without the Ku Claw. Hell on Earth, almost. Okay, so that's just kind of covering old ground. So, are you saying that it is Hell on Earth with right. the Ku Claw? I think it's almost like. There's too much there's more evil on the world than there is in hell now, so it's become more crowded here. Oh, I here. see, I see. In that case, hell doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> no, surely that means there's plenty of room then if all the demons are on Earth. <laughs> Maybe they're just really chill in hell. <laughs> Maybe they... they've lost some space and uh, they like their room. <laughs> Chip and gang fight off a bunch of demons they fought before, including one of hell's minions. Is that like... A lame version of uh, Hell's Angels. Is it the the fucking little yellow cunts <laughs> dressed up in leather on on motorbikes? Uh, I mean, Hell would be run by fifty year old uh, housewives. So yeah, <laughs> Chip defeats him in a hellish battle, and the minion confesses that Hell is getting overcrowded because of the things he and MC are killing, and that the mafia are trying to use this to their advantage. Interesting. Okay, so this is basically. How Chip, one of the ways in which Chip finds out. Yeah, I think I'm just kind of getting it straight in my head when I'm writing down ideas yeah, of yeah, how yeah. narratively it's going to work. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's Cat. Cat should be doing more of Chip's job, helping people out on the street. The people Chip is ignoring while working for the mafia. So that kind of makes uh, sense with her character arc yeah. in that she did want to do, you know, be good. Yeah. Um, and help people and that. So it makes sense that she would sort of take up the mantle. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Like I said, that's actually a decent arc for her mm. because, yeah, she went from being this person who had no idea who or what she was mm. to wanting to help people and now kind of understanding her power a bit more. Mm. And uh, yeah, if Chip's working for the mafia, obviously they're manipulating him into doing their dirty work yeah. and just focusing on the things that are threatening them. Yeah. So Kat's, yeah, on the street helping the, the common man. Mm. Yeah, nice. Episode where Chip beds Mafia daughter. Oh, have Ridley and Cat get into get in on it as well. Wait, get what? It on. Oh, get it on. <laughs> just they joined one in. bed. <laughs> Wait, so have Ridley and Cat get it on as well? That's huh. interesting. Would that drive a bit of tension in the group? I, it's all. I mean, from the sound of it, it's like Chip has basically gone off and done his own thing because he's got his yeah. question of the age girlfriend. <laughs> he's hanging out with the Mafia all the time. Yeah, and Ridley and Cat are sort of off. Doing their own thing. Hmm. Again, kind of an interesting wrinkle. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it has been the three of them for a long time, so it would be interesting yes. to have them sort of break apart a bit. I it's guess just... the danger is that then you have, like, two separate TV series. <laughs> spin-off! <laughs> a spin-off from the spin-off! <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it kind of makes sense because then if you think about how Chip was thinking that he didn't want to be a ninja or he was worried he was being controlled or anything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. if he's just off, I don't know, not off the deep end, but just ignoring it or trying to change what he was meant to do mm. and ridding Cat are picking up the slack and maybe that's how they get close. Mm. That makes sense. The Mafia say they've taken care of Detective Bentley. Mm. Not killed him, just sent him away. Later turns out his body is in a river with concrete feet. Hmm. Classic. Classic Mafia. I'm not sure how I feel about that, because in a way he was... Is an off-screen death good for him? Because it means that, you know, Chip and Bentley don't have that showdown. There's no resolution there. I feel like it's... It would be such a letdown. Because the thing is, again, this is our first mention of Detective Bentley. Yeah. Who was such a big part towards the end of he season was, one. In a lot of ways, he was a better villain than Grant Maloney. Yes. Almost more layered. Because we really didn't know what he was getting up to. Yeah. Right till the end as yeah. well. Um, I think you kind of said, like, he kind of hedged his bets in a way that yeah. if Maloney won, he'd be fine. If Chip won, he'd be yeah. fine. So maybe there was an idea. Maybe he is around more. Mm. And maybe he's more suspicious of Chip again because he's joined the Mafia. Mm. Or there's, I think there's definitely stuff you could have done with that character. Mm. And maybe, I don't know, I don't think it would have just been like, oh, by the way, he's dead. I do think he would have been around and doing stuff. But if he does get killed off screen, that's not as good. Maybe it's a way of the Mafia trying to sort of get trust from Chip. You know, like, we've taken care of your problem yeah. A, and they say it's like in a non-lethal way. It's like, oh, you know, he's, he's just he's living on a farm now. Um, <laughs> or maybe they again bribe someone to give him a transfer to some yeah, yeah. But fuck town. They they provide a resolution to the Bentley problem for Chip in a way that won't make him feel you know that, that doesn't go against his morals supposedly. Yeah. Mm. And then he finds out that actually they killed him. And then it's like, oh, you know, another sort of yes. distrust in the mafia because they've lied to him and they were clearly up to shady shit still. Nice. I like that. Well done. In episode two, have Ridley give Chip the ornament speech he gave in series one. Oh, good. I'm glad I brought oh, that back. The wooden animals. Oh my God. I was so in love with that speech. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> Why would he give it again? Chip reminds him he's told him it before. Then in the last episode, he gives the speech to Ridley before he leaves. Thank God we hear it three times. <laughs> three times in Chip. Because it's clearly so significant mm-hmm. and such a big thing. All the fans would remember it and repeat it off by heart. People putting on the, the quotes on their MySpace. <laughs> Next to a minion. <laughs> <laughs> episode with epic battle in the wind, in a park with trees falling down, etc., Again, clearly you've got a, a very clear idea of something. Yeah. And I, I suppose that would be cool if there's like, like not just sort of atmospheric windy, but like really, really like a gale, sort of a storm, you know, almost a hurricane kind of thing with like trees going everywhere. And but could you fight in that? If the trees ninja. are blowing over. Ninja. Ninja gravity. Yeah. Great. Episode where Chip is given a mobile phone and gets a message along the lines of meet me or they die. He tries to find Ridley and Cat and Mafia, but can't. He gets more and more messages. Think the prestige, misdirection kind of thing. Eventually it's revealed it's Jack Bentley come back for revenge. Chip doesn't kill him, but he gets killed at the end anyways. Oh, okay. Wait, so is this... Ghost Jack Bentley? I think this must be before the Mafia kill him. So Jack Bentley is kind of vague, but I guess he kidnaps Ridley and Cat and the entire <laughs> Mafia. And then the Mafia get revenge on him by, you know, concrete feet, river. Yeah, yeah. 
But then he gets killed at the end anyways. Yeah, I think... Oh, so Chip doesn't kill him because he's all like, oh, I don't kill people anymore. Yeah, or, uh, or whatever. But, yeah. And then the Mafia say like, oh, yeah, we took care of Chip Bentley. He's, he's, he's fine. <laughs> and Chip's like, yes, I definitely trust the Mafia in don't these matters. Don't go for a swim in the river. <laughs> so there we go. There's a bit more explanation of what Jack Bentley's been up to. Mm. Um, but I don't know why you take it so personally. Like... Unless, I mean, unless Jack Bentley got demoted or something or fired because of what happened, maybe it came, maybe the mafia revealed that he'd been framing loads of people and yeah. uh, he got discredited. And that's why the case against Chip was dropped because, you know, sure. Bentley forged all the evidence sure. like he had done in so many cases because Bentley, he's got so many fingers and so many pies mm. and he was working with the mafia at one point as well. Probably. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's obviously something that's happened there. Because I, I feel like Jack Bentley as a character would just keep working for the law, keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, is it... So you don't think it's to do with Grant Maloney? Well, Maloney's dead. Yeah, and I but don't like think revenge ben... for Grant Maloney I don't dying. think Bentley was that attached to Maloney. That's true, he was scared of Maloney, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, if he's got more control of what he does now, and yeah. doesn't have to answer to Maloney, yeah. I feel like Bentley would enjoy that. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe this is just you going, oh shit, Jack Bentley. Uh, need to do something <laughs> with him. Yeah, yeah. And again, there could have been more ideas that I had in my head that yeah. I didn't write down about what would have happened to him to cause him to go kidnap people and just really kind of reveal himself because he played all these cards close to his chest. That was another kind of Bentley trait. So now he's just like, no, I've kidnapped Cat Ridley, the entire mafia. (laughs) Episode called Lonely, where Chip realises all the fakeness in the world. Oh, no. This is the most teenage thing you've written. Oh, Oh, the Linkin Park. Oh, actually sent a cringe like down my body. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yep, God yep. damn. Like, it's, I feel like it's been a while since mm. I've had a real, well, probably about it's 10 plen- minutes actually since we of- said 18th birthday. But um, <laughs> there's oh. been plenty of dumb shit, but yeah, like that pure teenage cringe. Yeah. Kinda. Again, it, it feels like one of those things I would have just picked up the paper and scribbled angrily like this. Everything's <laughs> fake. He admits to himself that all his searching to discover who he is, working for the mafia, even going evil. All result of trying to discover his true identity. Does that kind of fit in with what's happened before? Like, so I think it's kind of saying that the Kukla messed him up, messed yeah. all the guys up, and that's yeah. why they've all gone a bit weird. And it worked with, like, MC Jack and Lee as well, because yeah. although MC didn't go totally evil, he, he we, was we, a mm, shithead for yeah. an entire season yeah. until his baby died. <laughs> um, so maybe that's, that's another thread I was picking up on. Yeah. Mm. And despite now caring about Ridley and Kat to an extent, (laughs) there's only one person in the world, his former best friend, MC. And they get together. Finally. (laughs) Chip's like, just pretend you're a 17-year-old mafia girl. Chip turns up with a new DeSoto. (laughs) And MC's like, pretend you're a a woman who wouldn't drown my car. (laughs) Or have kids. Yeah. (laughs) Pretend you... (laughs) Pretend you're you're fertile. No problems there. (laughs) They were great friends, but circumstances and Chip's own mentality meant that fell apart. He wants that back, and this is how he comes up with the whole destroy hell and the Kuklaw thing. Because of everything that has happened, he doesn't believe he'll ever be able to discover who he truly is, that no one can. They are defined by the people they do. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, sorry. (laughs) They are defined by the people they do and don't have around them. Ah, right. He finally, he, finally, he is a power fighter meant to fight evil. He takes things to an extreme level. Chip tells MC and the gang all this, 
and tells them they don't have to join him, but they do. Have this episode somewhere near the end. In this episode, Chip makes one final attempt to find himself. So, okay, Chip is kind of like saying that the whole Kuklaw thing is so so esoteric, so convoluted, so whatever, that he's never going to figure out exactly how it all happened, what it all means, who he is as a result of all the crazy shit yes. that's happened to him. So he's sort of latched onto the thing of being a power fighter. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I like, what that means. He's meant to fight against power or yeah. against evil, yeah. I guess. So he's sort of like latching onto that as, okay, well, I don't know a lot of things about me, but I do know that this much is true. Uh, yeah I think you're right and I think it's very much a sort of chip realising that everything and like we said before everything that's happened in his life and MC's life and all the other ninjas has been determined by the Ku Claw Mm. like they're almost the victims of the Ku Claw's uh, yeah not necessarily good fight just that they they have these power fighters Mm. to do their bidding and Mm. it just so happens to help people Mm. Um, so I guess he's just and, you know, if he's been manipulated by the mafia as well, mm. he had his evil stint and a lot of identity issues with Chip. Yeah. So he kind of feels like, and he mentioned MC like in that kinship of like, they're the last two survivors of that mm. class of the Ku Claw. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones who kind of really understand. Mm. And maybe he's like, I need to go, because again, this is feeding into the very end of the season and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes to MC and kind of explains it all. And mm. depending on what's happened to MC in series five of Tomorrow Gaze, mm. which we'll get to, mm-hmm. um, maybe MC's like, yeah, this is shit, isn't mm. it? <laughs> I did lose my car. <laughs> Everything else was fine. <gasps> Maybe return Shinno Khan <gasps> to Chip. Drink. <laughs> he appeared in the notes. Yay! Oh, I really wish we'd done that last season because he never got a proper send off. He didn't. He, he never, didn't. He was put into a. Oh, I'm not even going to get into all that. But oh, he, he, yeah, he yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Um, so we had to undrink. Um, and it, they kind of just accepted that he was gone. And in um, comic books and supernatural series, that's yeah. never the case. He's he's already a ghost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not unimaginable that he would come back again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah and I remember, like, I, you know, I kept thinking, like, nah, he's not dead. Yeah. He's not dead. Because I feel like every character that's coming to the show and left again, Tifa, Dom, Jack, yeah. Lee, Scoot, yeah. all of those... They all had a an end. Yeah. You saw them die, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Or, you know, like, Lee has gone off and doing his thing. But yeah. it was kind of established where Shinna Khan was so anticlimactic, in a way, for yeah. such a big character. Yeah. And yeah, someone yeah, who yeah. was so important to them. Uh, I like the idea that he comes back, but in chip. Oh, Is that what it says? Well, it says, uh, the next line is, it could be another mafia present. <laughs> hey, we I were know you're like my daughter. Here's your father figure, who maybe betrayed you and made you do a bunch of evil stuff without realizing. But then Shinni Khan could be another victim because he was part of the Ku Claw. So he's more of a true believer. But then again, there was that bit where they fought the Ku Claw elders, which might be enough to sort of shake his belief. Yeah, and he did. He did when he brought Chip back from hell. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a. It was clearly more than just like a. a master-student relationship. Mm. I think there was a sort of father-son kind of thing there. And maybe a bit of guilt as well yeah. as to, like, he led him astray. Yeah. And maybe in, back then, Shinokon kind of knew that the Kukla was responsible for Chip going off the deep end. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'd seen it before or something. Yeah. Or, um, but yeah, it would just, I just would have been really nice to have Shinokon back. Yeah. We're a good character. Yeah. So yeah, maybe return Shinokon to Chip. It could be another mafia present. They're taking care of Bentley. Now this. 
Oh, so they're really trying to win him over. Mm. So, okay, we've helped you with your enemy. We've brought back your dead ghost master. <laughs> Why don't you do this job for us? <laughs> and here's some ice cream. <laughs> be interesting to have Ridley be jealous of Shinno Khan as he is no longer needed as an informant. <laughs> i.e. exposition yeah <laughs> and maybe that's why cat and ridley um yeah cat and ridley are driven together because maybe they both kind of get cut off yeah again, chip's got his mafia family shinna yeah. khan's back yeah be interesting to see shinna khan's reaction to chip working with the mafia <laughs> <laughs> be interesting to have ridley be jealous of shinna khan as he is no longer needed as an informant but more importantly fight with chip and shinna khan he knows all about the fate stuff and almost allowed chip and mc let their likes go the way they lives? lives their lives go the way they did chip could use a sphere ball to take shinno khan to another dimension for fight so i guess like because <laughs> he's a ghost yeah like there was a bit where he got captured in a ball yes well it, when he fought the kuklaw ninjas in that other dimension he was whole that's true uh so i guess so he he traps him in a pokeball <laughs> i choose you shinno khan <laughs> <laughs> but that, let's go to Howard, guys. <laughs> but that kind of you know goes with your first theory that Shinno Khan was a part of this, whether consciously or not. And Chip mm. maybe blames him for that. Mm. Mm. Probably in mafia takeout episodes. Okay, <laughs> they, they all have a pizza. <laughs> oh, Shinno Khan uses the line: "Every ninja knows when their time is up." Etc. At the end of last ever episode, Chip uses this line on MC. After they die... Spoilers! Uh, it cuts back and MC answers him, saying he thinks it's over. Okay. Okay. That's so, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So again, spoilers, but we'll discuss kind of how it was going to end at some point. But sure. there you go, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so, Khan, every every ninja knows when their time is up. So what, does he allow chip to kill him as a symbolic thing like, like an obi-wan kenobi sort of or, or like him sort of representing the ku claw and their hold over chip yeah maybe shinnikon accepts what he did because yeah. i can't imagine shinnikon going full evil and be like ah you're wrong the ku claw are the best because yeah. i think the relationship with chip and mc has very much been that father figure yeah so maybe he understands that chip needs to destroy him to yeah go out on this mission yeah hmm all right, so we have some weird side notes here as well. So let's just look at these. Mafia Girl gives Chip a thumb ring in one episode. <laughs> <It's> so 90s. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> that would absolutely play in the background. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Mafia Girl gives Chip a thumb ring in one episode, which he later crushes in the spin-off final episode. Okay, so this is symbolic of uh, more symbols, <laughs> more symbolism. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> of him sort of turning his back on the mafia, cu cutting off that relationship. Maybe. Yeah, ending ties. Cause it seems and also like... being like, I'm not going to date any more children. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like Mafia Girl, as her name is apparently, yeah. um, she turns out all right in the end. You know, she yeah. warns Chip about the mafia trying to bring hell on her. Sure. So, but maybe, yeah, like you said, maybe he's trying to cut ties to... Mm this world as he does his final mission yeah need bentley more exclamation mark i agree <laughs> <laughs> mafia tries to kill him concrete blocks on his feet chip lets him live okay so that's just a side note i kind of had oh, okay but it's sort of it, it kind of retcons what happened before in that the it, it, it the mafia said that they sent him away but actually they killed him but mm -hmm. i guess this is 
I guess this is another wedge between Chip and the Mafia, right? Yeah, like, yeah. They, maybe they say that, oh, uh, yes, we totally sent him away. Don't look over in that river. And Chip's <laughs> like, oh, I'll go for a stroll by the river. And, oh, what's that bubbling noise? Yeah, maybe because uh, if Bentley did kidnap Ridley and Cat, mm. maybe he got the drop on Chip and the Mafia saves them or something like that. Well, and they... didn't it say that he kidnapped the Mafia as well? Yeah. Presumably, maybe... like, the Chip's Mafia contacts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or the daughter or something yeah. like that. Episode where Chip thinks he's going mad, seeing things. It's tricks being played on him, so he doesn't discover the truth of the Ku Claw. Okay, so this is like the Ku Claw, because so far it's been like the Ku Claw has all been in Chip's past, and they're almost don't really exist in this dimension anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Chip's uh, problem with the Ku Claw is that you know they they kind of set him up on a bad path. Yeah. And then you've got the whole fate thing. But this is a more active current thing mm. where they are, you know, at the present moment still interfering with his life. Yeah. So are they making him see things? I think or so. What's Make... the truth about the Ku Is that they are shitheads and they imbued him with power that set him mad? Basically, I yeah. guess. So, okay. yeah, I guess he's sort of he's on the right track to finding out more about them and then they make him hallucinate and stuff. Hmm. I wonder if it's a thing where, like, the Ku you know, they imbue people with these powers mm. and then they kind of self-destruct within a few years so they just get another bunch of new ones. Mm. But Chip and MC have kind of outlived that a little yeah, bit or something. Sure. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Unforgiven. Episode where the family member of one of Chip's victims comes back to extract revenge. Now, that would be a cool episode. That would be. Ah, what if it's like the, uh, the guy son he... of the <laughs> old lady that he beat to death or whatever? <laughs> That's a cool concept, like the consequences of Chip's actions coming back Yeah, uh, when he's in a very different place. Yeah. Could also include other characters' dealings with wanting forgiveness or not being forgiven. Okay, sure. So, like, um, Kat certainly has done some yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm sure the Mafia have. Yeah. Yep. Need to work out other characters' journeys, what their arcs are, etc. Mm. <laughs> and that's the end of those notes. And mm. what we have on the next page is some... <sighs> Very, not quite the notes that I would have had for the episodes before, mm. but some vague ideas of what's going to happen in the early episodes. So it goes up to episode four, I think. No, it doesn't. It goes up to episode two. Okay. So uh, <laughs> let's just have a quick look at these and, and then we'll discuss a Chip. bit more about you. Series two, <laughs> episode one, Chip in prison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you want to do this then? <laughs> Chip, series two, episode one. I did it better. Chip in prison. Yeah, all right. Speaking to his cellmate, uh, written this episode down somewhere in brackets. Oh, no. Oh. Lost episodes. <laughs> I wonder where that is then. He's questioning his life, what happened and how, and why he's never questioned it before. So is he just talking to the cellmate? He's like, <laughs> yeah, so after I was trained by ninjas. <laughs> Chip's cellmate is a nice fat guy who befriends Chip. He is also questioning why he has done things in his life. He later turns out to be a murderer who Chip lets die later after he's a- he is attacked by the men that are after the ninja. Chip is then bailed out by the mafia, not discovered in this episode, question mark? No, just bracket. Oh, just bracket. So he doesn't discover that in right. this episode. Meanwhile, Riddy and Cat have to combine to take something out. They mention they've been getting busier. They are staying at Chip's apartment. Okay. So this is very much touching back in all the characters at the start of the episode. Mm. Chip is in prison. I guess there's some trouble in the prison. Some men come after Chip. Sure. Maybe 
Bentley sent them or something. Yeah. Or well, Chip's got loads of enemies. Yeah, yeah. probably mock. Yeah. Um, and he has a fat, a nice fat cellmate who's a murderer. <laughs> but I guess Chip finds it out later and he's like, "I'm not going to save you from yeah, your wound sure. or whatever like that." That's a classic trope. I yeah, think of things yeah. like this. Uh, and then we've got Ridley and Cap uh, teaming up. And the little net uh, mention of things getting busier, you know, whole hell on earth spitting out more evil. Yeah, and setting it, that up early, and also Ridley and Cap being a, sort of a romantic item, and also a, uh, working together mm. and having their own kind of thing going on. It definitely looks like they got closer in Chip's absence because yeah. they didn't really hang out before. Yeah, so now they kind of forced to, and yeah. so they just get on, get their mates, mm. which is nice. Episode two, Chip is trying to settle back into his old routine. He eventually finds Cat and Ridley fighting something. He meets the Mafia and the Mafia's daughter. They explain everything and offer him a trial. Chip accepts and is successful in whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is nice and vague. All right, Chip, your task is to go to coffee and get us a coffee. <laughs> I know a Costa. <laughs> After the Mafia tell of something different coming, overall story arc, Chip agrees to accept the job in exchange for info, much to the dismay of Ridley and Cat. Okay, so I mean, this still adds to Ridney and Cat, like adding, uh, starting their own kind of dynamic duo. Yeah, and driving that wedge between them as well, mm. between Cat, uh, Ridley, and Chip as well. Um, so we did mention quite early on in the notes as well about this whole apocalypse idea. Mm. So maybe there's some sort of like subplot with along with Chip realizing how everything is terrible mm. that the mafia know of some apocalypse, or maybe there maybe there isn't, and they're just convincing Chip there is, so he'll work for them. Yeah, I guess. It's interesting to to wonder whether the mafia want to use the apocalypse for their own purposes mm. right from the beginning, or is it something they go on to? I mean, there might not even be one, or maybe they do genuinely want to stop an apocalypse so they can grab power for themselves. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they know they need Chip to do that or something. Mm. Hmm. And then finally, MC, the last thing we have is a bunch of random. Uh, episode titles mm-hmm. it was something i used to really enjoy doing because mainly i'd pull them out of lincoln park lyrics yeah. uh, but yeah just naming episodes so it's, it's evocative isn't it if you know what the name is it kind of gives yeah. you a, a thing to hang it on exactly yeah so let's just have a look at these new year's two or is it new year's squared <laughs> i'd imagine two because it's a sequel to the new year's episode from last season one yeah which is where chip is all paranoid something bad is going to happen it's just you got the two of the, like in the Above, yep. like a little two in the air. Yep, but I don't think it would have been that. No. I think it's New Year's 2, okay. the second New Year's. <laughs> so I'm guessing something bad would have happened in that episode. Oh, but, I mean, you mentioned about how there was... Uh, Chip was on patrol on New Year's because he couldn't settle down and sort of just... Yeah. He was expecting something more. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just like that Who there's the a sequel knows? to New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah. 18 Candles. Yeah, let's skip past that. Because <laughs> there is that song, 16 Candles, which is incredibly creepy. You yeah. know the old sort of yeah, 60s yeah, yeah. doo-wop song? It was some 40-year-old guy <laughs> yeah. singing about how he was a bonus 16-year-old. Oh a new, like, a fresh 16-year-old. <laughs> like she was 15 a day ago. At least they updated it to 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last episode. Yep, yeah, okay. Ridley episode. Shapeshifting Demon. The lamppost. Okay, so these aren't exactly... Uh, episode titles so much like, as what the episodes are. This is like a an order, isn't it? Like you've written down all your ideas and then this is you putting them in the order they, they would... I don't know, because I don't think it would have opened with New Year's Eve 2. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, takes out Mafia times two, so I guess that's a two-parter. Uh-huh. Hell on Earth episode. Noir episode. Phone episode with mm-hmm. Bentley. Mm-hmm. Uh, lonely episode, which mm-hmm. we discussed. Mm-hmm. 
Shin no Khan returns. Mm -hmm. Chip goes mad episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which could be any of the episodes, (laughs) to be quite honest. Well, MC, that is all the notes we had for season two. That's an underwhelming note to end. (laughs) Chip goes mad episode. That was the end of... (laughs) This entire spin-off. <laughs> ah. Okay, well, firstly then, what do you think about all these weird ideas I had for season two of Chip? There's some interesting stuff in there, and there's more There's more development of Chip, and it is an interesting idea to go from, like, the Ku Claw being these ancient force for good to this sort of weird, shady, mystical organisation that are actually even if their intentions are good, are actually making the world a worse place. Yeah. And for Chip to realise that and realise that not just when he tried to literally end the world and <laughs> beat innocent people to death, but like even when he thought he was doing good, he was actually doing he was make, he was doing bad. Yeah, the, I mean, it's like that thing. It's like where you save one life, but then ultimately down the line you've uh, the trolley problem thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that would have been a really interesting arc, especially when you've had Chip sort of go from good to evil and then trying to be good and then realising that he has actually done so many bad things, even, you know, like I said, when he thought he was doing good. That would have been an interesting arc and development and... It's an interesting idea, at least, isn't yeah. it? It's like, obviously, I mean, I don't know if you noticed him, but I wasn't the best writer back then. <laughs> but you can definitely see... Oh God, it's hard to praise this, but, like, the ambition or the attempts yeah. at doing something, especially yeah. using the lore that we've had throughout the whole show yes. and bringing it back. Yes. Uh, and I think that's kind of intriguing. It's like, it's difficult when you got so when you got such a long thing. I don't know how many thousands of words this is. Oof. It must be like a novel's worth at least. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's difficult to keep all that stuff in your head mm. and sort of refer back to it. Mm. So that is that is impressive. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that it's in the spin-off as well, as opposed to like Tamora Gase in the main yeah. show. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what MC and the gang are up to. Well, MC's probably just in bereavement counselling the entire time. Um, <laughs> it's like, is it normal to feel happy? <laughs> is it normal to feel normal to feel like just a big weight has been lifted <laughs> off your shoulders? But I really, what I really like as well is that we've got kind of you can see kind of how I was trying to be a bit ambitious with it yeah, and had these yeah, ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's things like the reformed mafia and the lamppost. <laughs> uh, so it hasn't completely changed, and it's nice that we've still got those really dumb things in there. Yeah. Um, that keep it grounded in the tomorrow case of the world. <laughs> I think one thing I'm maybe disappointed in is like I feel like we built up some interesting characters in like Cat Ridley and mm. Benley, and they're not mentioned so much in the notes. Obviously, I've what I would normally do is 15 episodes per season. Mm. So there's, I think they would have been in there a lot more. Mm. But it seems I hadn't fleshed out those ideas. And what I really had was kind of almost the main storyline of like, yeah, here's Chip. And like, yeah, he's going to work for the mafia. And yeah. through that, he's going to learn about his roots yeah. and end up trying to take out the Ku Klor and all the evil in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would have liked to have seen more about what was going to happen with those guys. Yeah, it feels like we got the first half of their arc. Yeah. Of them, you know, sort of being uh, kind of estranged from Chip and Mm -hmm. kind of doing their own uh, demon fighting thing by themselves. But like, what's the what's the resolution to this, especially if it turns out that fighting demons isn't actually the best idea ever? Yeah. So like, are they there to like, I don't know, if Chip does succeed in sort of pruning down the demons, are they there to to stop the excess of demons? Mm-hmm. Are they sort of like a pressure valve? Do they give up and settle down on a farm? Well, it's a thing, isn't it? It's like, I guess, I mean, 
what I know from my memory as well is that at the end of this season, mm. Chip leaves New York yeah. and he goes to see the gang. Yeah. So he tells Cat and Ridley, like, I've got this plan. We're going to go to hell and we're going to try and take out all the evil and the Kukla and all that. Yeah. And he tells them not to come. Mm. He basically says, I think because the idea is, is that, okay, so yeah, maybe in the moment you don't know that this one person you're going to save is going to end up killing three people because another demon will be spit sure, out. Sure, sure, sure. You can only do what's in front of you. Yeah. So I think he's like, you need to keep fighting the good fight yeah. and keep saving people because that's still important yeah and know? i guess they can save people without killing a bunch of demons yeah exactly but in a way it kind of feels like we do them wrong because they do become very important characters yeah and it's a shame that they're not there for the big ending but yeah. i did try and keep the big ending to the original four which makes sense i guess yeah yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. the way to sell out the show i guess yeah and uh, i'm glad that uh you know, I tried to bring in a bunch of new characters as well because I imagine there would have been some mafia figures that would have been the higher ups that Chip yeah, deals with, the yeah. daughter, uh, the this, cab driver, the female cab driver that was mentioned like once. I guess <laughs> I think you probably just had an idea for a cool cab driver, yeah, and you're yeah. like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, we have uh, some more Bentley before he's killed off. I'm yeah. sure Mock would have been around to yeah. be beaten up again, getting blown up. Hopefully, bites would have come back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so that was season two of Chip. So what do you think of the spin-off idea overall, MC? Obviously, you know, mm. a nice attempt to stroke my own ego yeah. by naming the show after me and have it set around my character. <laughs> uh, and obviously ripping off the whole Angel and Buffy thing yeah, as yeah. well. But um, yeah, how do, you, how do you think Chip turned out compared to where we left them in Tomorrow Gason? Was it worthwhile doing the spin-off? And yeah, how did you think about the show in general? In a way, it was kind of an opportunity to kind of reset Tomorrow Gason while continuing it. Yeah. So you can have that sort of first season dynamic um, before you're bogged down too much with all the sort of the backstory and the history mm. and all that stuff. Um, I think my favorite. I mean, there's there's been so many good good bits. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh-huh. it's been worth it just for that. <laughs> Uh, and also, I think Chip needed his own space away from the gang because he had too much history because he did try to kill them and then the world. That's yeah. a difficult thing to get past. So he needed his own series to kind of have that character arc and development mm. and come to terms with himself and his past and what he's done. Yeah, I feel like with the break, like it would have been too much to try and deal with that within one series. You yeah. know, like, like we had Chip coming back and him trying to get back in with the gang yeah clearly didn't work yeah. and i'm glad that it didn't end with him them just being like ah he's all right now he's yes. fine and then yeah. just going back to the status quo yeah so yeah i can justify it in that way but i mean totally from my point of view it was like i want to do a spin-off where <laughs> i'm cool it, yeah i'm cool <laughs> and i have a black coat and it's awesome and it billows in the wind <laughs> um but yeah from my perspective obviously like it's not always easy going through these episodes because you see kind of my mindset as it was like 17 18 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. and in a way it's nice that i can see how much i've changed yeah. and learned and grown as a yeah. person um but that's kind of always the hardest bit sometimes is being like oh why was i so negative about the homeless like <laughs> why was that my point of view why is there all this like homophobia and body shaming yeah. and all these horrible things yeah. but you know you can justify it and say it was a different time and that sort of thing was more widely acceptable in and also you were mainstream. a teenager yeah you hadn't yeah. yet tried to go evil gone evil and tried to tend the, <laughs> end the world and then you know found out about yourself with the help of the mafia uh-huh, you uh-huh. know we've all been there it's just <laughs> something that happens you know in your 20s uh, um so it's nice to see that i've grown as a person yeah um, and i think the other hard part is kind of just seeing all the angst and like uh, come yeah. out in those kind of things yeah. as well where it's like i am sad but i don't know how to convince 
convey this. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in a uh, episode about a demon lamppost. Yeah. Um. That that's been kind of a tricky part for me is seeing that come out. Sure. But again, nice to see where I am now compared to where I yeah. was then, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. able to kind of talk about those feelings. And it was a relative, relatively healthy outlook. Better than summoning the one to try and end the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Better than my you, fictional counterpart. You didn't get into heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it, was either, it was either Tomorrow Gason or heroin, and I don't know which is the lesser evil. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad we... It was fun, because I felt like Chip did feel kind of different to Tomorrow Gason a yeah. lot of the time as well. And, yeah. I, and obviously Buffy and Angel feel quite different a lot of the time as well. So mm. obviously that's my inspiration. I don't know mm. if you've noticed that or not. <laughs> Uh, so I'm glad we should we'd... name that put a hint in the podcast title. <laughs> so it's nice that I could see the difference as well. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, right. Able to, I mean, being able to write in two different styles is, mm. you know, that's that's an accomplishment. I don't know about styles. <laughs> they had different, different stories. <laughs> they had different feels to them sometimes. Yeah, slightly. Like obviously. Season four of Tomorrow Gason is the most depressing thing in the world. <laughs> it really is. So there's kind of a similarity. There. It was a different kind of dark. It wasn't like Chip was like, ooh, this is so dark. Tomorrow Gason is like, oh, this is depressing, isn't it? Yeah, there's dark and there's depressing. Yeah. And that's what we had in the last two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a goodbye from Chip, not like me, but like as in the show, the spin-off. Oh. Um we will talk more about, I know we kind of support it anyway, but yeah. how we're going to head, end the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But first, we have to have, take a look at Series 5 of Tomorrow Gason, which oh, will be wow. coming later on this weekend, see? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all that's left to say for the final time in Chip. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in touch, if you have any thoughts and feelings, and or you want to yell at us Angst. about yeah, the final season of Chip, did you know there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch? You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we're also on Twitter at howiriptoff. And you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify and YouTube. And um, I'm going to try not to guilt you into doing this, but <laughs> we would really appreciate a rating and uh, a review. There's so many, we're on so many different platforms and we don't have many reviews, <laughs> going to be honest. <laughs> but this is your chance. <laughs> We've discovered that killing demons is actually bad because... So this is your opportunity to do good in the world by leaving a review for a podcast. I mean, I don't want to use the word hero, but... (laughs) (laughs) Be a crime-fighting supernatural hero ninja and leave a review. Yeah. Okay, now I have to pick up on a thread of that to try and do my bit. Uh, Yeah, leave us... Five stars based on how you feel like you've been sucked into the depths of hell listening to this. 